Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. As we know, everything is made of frequencies. Often, when people think of frequencies, they think of sound or music because those are some of the ways we can physically experience frequencies. Sound and music are powerful forces and have been used in many spiritual traditions as tools for spiritual acceleration. Today, we discuss how the relatively dense physical frequencies of sound and music affect our spiritual frequency and what practices using sound are the most effective to accelerating us forward on both the physical and spiritual planes. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? So Karen, you know, this is another segment that we can certainly all relate to, you know, the power of sound and music. Mm -hmm. And it's a big part of our everyday world. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm thinking about how it relates to the world of frequencies and distortions. And so I'm looking forward to getting into this. But is there something, before we get started, is there something you would like to say in regard to the power of sound and music? Sure. So um, let's see where to begin. So what I would say is that from... This is a huge topic, first of all. I am not an expert in sound, and I'm not an expert in music. There are like people who study these fields, like for their lives. Okay, so I'm not suggesting I'm an expert. This is I'm just this is my perspective from tapping in. Okay, that's this is my perspective from from what I can tell on spirit level. Okay, so with that said, what I'll say is, so from sound. So this is a huge field, right? So I'm just going to talk a little bit about language to some degree. Okay, because that is a sound we hear often. It's how we communicate with each other. So there are certain languages that are old that have a higher resonation than others. And those uh, two of them that I can think of off the top of my head are Sanskrit and Hebrew, actually. Not all the words, a number of the words. Okay, so just made that really clear. It's not like the entire language is of an elevated order. It's just that some of the words within those languages are of a much higher frequency than, say, for example, English. So already when you have that happening, the language is a little bit different. So when it's repeated, it has a different impact on the body because we are frequency vibrations. So when certain sounds are repeated, even though they're much, much lower on the frequency vibrational level because it's sound, right? We can hear it. It's, we can actually perceive it physically. It's therefore resonating much lower. The vibrational level is much lower. It still impacts, generally speaking, our frequency vibration. So that takes us to something which is very popular these days as like yoga has become more popular and transcendental meditation has become popular and that type of thing is the idea of mantra, right? Which is this practice. And I don't know that much about mantra. So, you know, please know that there are many other interpretations of this. My experience of mantra from tapping into it on a frequency vibrational level is that it's, although Sanskrit is of a higher resonating order and mantra is often in Sanskrit, when 
let me just back up. Mantra often is said for different reasons, from what I understand, right? So there are different mantras for different things, right? You can have mantras for wealth, you can have, or abundance, rather. You can have mantra for, I don't know, anything, really. It yeah. seems like career, success, whatnot, also spiritual acceleration. So the, those um, repeated word patterns do have oftentimes, not always, a higher resonating order. The challenge is because they are said, it's a frequency vibration that's lower because it's physical. It's a sound. We can hear it. So therefore, it's oftentimes not enough to shift the distortion that is causing the blockage to the abundance, the success, the career, the whatever it is that you're seeking, okay? the spirit acceleration. Now, what it can be really great for, and this is the same with prayer, if you repeat enough, right? whether it's a Tibetan prayer, a Hindu mantra, your own prayer, whatever, it doesn't really matter, it can be a tool for focusing your attention and awareness. Therefore, it brings you into the present moment. When you're in the present moment, you're therefore able to potentially enter the eternal now, which is the gateway to everything infinite and on spirit level. Okay? That is a focusing into the present moment. That in itself is extraordinarily powerful, which is why you can tip into that realm of the infinite spirit, right? If you're repeating enough. And it doesn't really almost matter what it is. It's a focal point to bring you into presence. Right? Yep. And then if you have the benefit of it being of a, of a higher resonating order because it is in a language that is higher in resonation, that can help too. But again, it's, a, it's, a, it's on the scheme, on the spectrum of frequency, it's pretty low because it's physical. Mm -hmm. yep. The world of frequency is yep. so much higher than that. The, yep. mo most of it exists in the non-physical that we can't perceive with our senses. Okay. So, I th so what I was going to mention is that for I think a lot of folks as mm -hmm. they get started kind of in this you mm -hmm. know arena mm -hmm. is that with meditation or mantras or sutras or whatever it might be, it gives them the opportunity to quiet the mind. Oh, absolutely, a focal point, yeah. And so quieting the mind is huge. Is huge. Yeah. So it's like these things have value oh, absolutely, and, and have tremendous yeah. benefits for yeah. those that practice it. Yeah. And what you're saying, though, as far as going that extra step, that extra mile, mm -hmm. as far as actually truly releasing the distortion, mm -hmm. it may not be there. Yes, because it's too low of a vibrating order. Yeah, exactly. That's all. So, but as you say, yeah. it's like, and as I mentioned before, it can, it can be an incredible focal point, yeah. a way to yeah. still the mind, to come into the present moment. That in itself, it doesn't matter what the practice is, whether you're walking barefoot in the woods, mm -hmm. saying a mantra, going fishing, you know, running laps, it really doesn't matter, right? Yeah. The practice of becoming present is the way into the gateway of the eternal now, getting close to the gateway of the eternal now. Yeah. And then if your frequency vibration is enough, you can tap into it. And then from there, that's when the infiniteness of spirit opens to you. Okay? That's when you have these moments of revelation and these higher states that are attained. So, yes, absolutely. That's exactly what I've been great for. And so the other thing I'd like to just bounce off of you mm -hmm. is, you know, um, just the singing bowls. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, like didgeridoos the, the, and gongs. The gongs. Yeah. And, you know, where... You know, the first time you experience those, boy, they're really powerful. Oh, they're amazing. And it's almost like the mind has to surrender mm -hmm. just because of the vibrational yeah. sound. Yeah. And so what what are your thoughts around those? Yeah. So again, this is like a physical thing, right? Yeah. So it's coming through the physical body yeah. and it's impacting the physical, mental, emotional fields because it's more physical in nature, right? Yeah. 
Is that beneficial? Absolutely. You can have tremendous like physical, really, I mean, actually for most people, not physical, can be physical, but it's a lot of it's mental, emotional. That's the where I see, I can see that it has a lot of, can have a lot of impact. And then people will release after, right? They detox all of their emotional stuff. They may be crying or having these different feelings that leave them, yes? Because of the release of the sound. So sound baths and that type of thing in the, can be extremely beneficial on that level. Again, um, they can also, like things like modalities like acutonics, which is tuning forks. This is like extremely... I love this modality. I think it's fantastic where um, they use tuning forks attuned to all these different things. Yeah. Some of them are extremely high in vibration. Some of them are tuned to the earth. Some of them are to different planets. Some of them are to, it's really fascinating. And um, to these tuning forks, when that vibe, and they use uh, the tuning forks, excuse me, and they place it on the body, on the meridians of the Chinese medicine system. And when that combination is used, they can do it in the field, like around your body, but they'll also like put it on certain points of the body. And that sound as it goes into the body can have tremendous effect because actually that modality starts to bridge not beyond physical, mental, emotional into the realm of spirit a little bit more because of oh. the resonation is oh. so high, especially some of those tuning forks are um, really high in vibration. Um, so that's when it starts to bridge into that. Um, Again, that kind of modality is still more physical than it is frequency. The thing about all these um, sound bath practices, whilst they released on the lower levels, they're not quite precise enough. Like even if people get to points where, and there are sound healings where you can actually be transported into a more, like experience that expanded state. Why? Because again, you drop out of your mind. It's the same like with the mantra. Your mind leaves. You just become very, it's like opening your senses. You just, all you're present to is the sound, the sound, the sound. There's nothing other than the sound. Your whole body is vibrating with it. You can hear it. It's like becoming ever present. Therefore, you drop into the present moment. There we go. Your vibration pops up enough. And if you're of the, of, if you've done enough other work, depending on who you are, or just your general frequency vibration, you can ping into the eternal now, which opens that gateway into the infiniteness of spirit. And you can experience those transcended moments those expanded experiences, all that stuff. The challenge with them is that they're not very focused, right? So they push you into the state. It's hard to always get back there predictably, first of all. It doesn't release the distortion patterns that keep you from accessing that state all the time. So they can be, I find like all those different modalities are really helpful, especially if you do them with frequency work. Yeah. Because if go. you do frequency work and release the distortion patterns and then you do the sound healing or whatever it is, it could be extremely accelerating, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm not saying don't do them. So they're very yeah. complementary. They're extremely complementary. Yeah. Just like things like um, a really good acupuncturist, which is physical, yeah. right? Chi, the body. Yeah can be extremely complementary mm -hmm. to frequency work, especially if you're starting to do yeah. things like esoteric acupuncture and stuff like that. All these things are great bridges, right? I mean, again, I'm never, the thing with spirit, it's usually inclusive. It's not usually exclusive, right? Yeah. So I'm all for what, what works, yeah. right? So you have a body, yes. let's use it to the best of yes. our ability and to our advantage and to make a, have a, the best life and the best experience that you can. So if you can use these modalities, in addition to having the frequency work, what happens is the frequency work acts as an accelerator. It's like a mm. boost, right? Because it's from a very mm. highly vibrating order. Like, like it's like rocket fuel, right? It's like turbo boosting mm. all that stuff that's on the lower vibrational yeah. plane. And once you remove the distortion patterns, which are it's more, it's more focused, right? It's like remove yeah. this, remove this, remove like we're removing these filters that I keep talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Once those filters are gone, then you can have a much more deep, rich experience yeah. on the physical, mental, emotional realm.
Wow. Right? Just and, cool. you know, something I hear you say quite often mm-hmm. to the folks is practice self-care. Absolutely. Yes. And so <laughs> what, whatever that is, yeah. here again, yeah. it helps to enhance yeah. their frequency work yeah. that people are doing. Yeah. Whether it's massage or singing bowls or yeah. meditation or yeah. mantras or... Yeah, yeah so. totally. And just in terms of music, because we haven't ever addressed yep. music yet. So music, of course, is a spectrum of sound, right? And that spectrum, that, that's why we love human, like humans love music. Mm. We love them. Like if you put something to song, chances are you're going to remember it, right? That's why jingles are so prevalent. Like I, I still have in my head jingles I heard when I was growing up. I don't know if we do jingles anymore. I don't actually watch enough TV or any TV to know, but you know, you have like yeah. all these jingles and I still remember them. It's been like 40 years since I heard this jingle, but yet I still have it in my brain. They got uh, you. I know, it's amazing. But it's because it's to song, it's to music. Mm-hmm. So music is really powerful for humans. And um, not only that, but it can really enhance our state. It can really uplift us. Mm-hmm. It can also, because it's a carrier, it is a frequency. It can, within the bandwidth that we've talked about, that is the frequency vibration that is you, uplift you or lower you in your bandwidth, right? And some people, they want to enhance the state that they're in. So, for example, if someone's very angry, sometimes you'll notice that they'll play a lot of really, really angry music, right? It's almost like they're trying to like exercise the demon, right? So, or amplify it, like they want to feel it more. So. Um, music can amplify states because it is, of course, frequency. It's it's just a lower level of frequency and it can totally affect the human state. So you can use it knowing that it's like, okay, well, it's a frequency, obviously. I mean, you can feel it in your body, especially if it's really loud, right? So you can use different forms of music to modulate where you are in the bandwidth that is the frequency vibration that is you. So music that is uplifting to you because it's about how your frequency package interacts with the frequency of the music as it comes through you, right? So what's uplifting to you may not be uplifting to me. It actually might be very jarring for me. I don't know, right? It really depends on who we are. And so to notice that, how you react to different kinds of music so that you can help use music not only to just uplift your state, but also it will start to uplift your frequency vibration. You can use it as a tool, not only for just a form of self-care, but you know, to help you when you're not when you're detoxing or whatever. It can help accelerate all that, which is really great. You know, and I remember in a previous segment we talked about our environment mm-hmm. that we live in or yeah. work in or whatever. Yeah. So whether it be something like just going out for a, a beautiful evening meal mm-hmm. in the restaurant, mm-hmm. the music they're playing can kind of set the stage. Oh, for, it totally sets the stage. For that environment. Yeah. And what kind of experience you have with the food that you eat, and, mm-hmm. but also in the home, you know, mm-hmm. what, kind of, what kind of music's being played in the background oh, or totally. whatever that is. So yeah. music is extremely powerful. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, um, sometimes... Music, and I'm going to say something probably a little controversial here. Sometimes we rely a lot on music if we don't want to be with ourselves. Mm. Sometimes. I'm not saying all the time, okay? Sometimes. So sometimes we use it as a, as, a, as a bit of a crutch, okay? Because it helps us bypass what it is that we're feeling. Because the state of the music, the frequency of the music is uplifting or whatever, and we don't feel so good, right? So you can use it as a way to uplift yourself. Also, people will use it to try and bypass their emotional state. 
They use it to try and make themselves feel better, but they don't deal with the emotional state that they're in, the like, sadness, the anger, the whatever, the turmoil, the mental chatter. So just to notice if you're doing that with music, right? And that it, can you be in silence? Is that okay with yeah. you, right? Some people can't be. So I think with the AirPods, yeah, and you know, I think uh, we've gotten to the point where we're almost, you know, for a lot of folks, they can't be out, they can't be in the world without something running through them, mm -hmm. some kind of news or music or whatever it mm -hmm. might be, because they're almost scared of the silence or the stillness, mm -hmm. and it makes them very uncomfortable. Well, Yes, exactly. So just notice if you use music yeah. as a crutch. You can also, of course, it's an extremely powerful tool. Yeah. You know, and it's a wonderful thing as well. But I agree with you. Sometimes yeah. music is used in a way that can yeah. be um, a way to, like, again, bypass um, some of the things that you're trying, you're avoiding. Yeah. yeah. So I think the bottom line with this segment, as far as, you know, the power of sound and music, is the fact that you can really use this to complement your practice of frequency work. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Very good. Well, Karen, thank you so much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the power of sound and music. The focus of this group frequency calibration will be to increase the effectiveness of sound healing or mantra so these become even more effective tools for you should you choose to use them. Becoming aware, please, of your body. And as you become aware of your body, Becoming aware of the backs of your thighs. Noticing if they are in tension or released. What they are touching. the heaviness of the weight on them. If you are sitting down or lying down, 
Good. Yeah. And now becoming aware of the weight of your whole body as it settles into whatever you're sitting, standing, or lying down on. Good. Excellent. And now becoming aware, please, of your breath. At first, just noticing your breath without changing it. And once you've taken a few moments to notice it, allowing the breath to lengthen, to become more full. to perhaps even enter a space in your body that it has not been before. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Noticing the soundscape around you other than the sound of my voice, both on your end and on mine. For some of you, the soundscape of both your end and my end will bleed together to form one unified soundscape. And for others, it won't. It, it's not better than just noticing what happens. Good. Yeah. And now please triangulate. So triangulating for those of you who are new is when you identify three inanimate objects in the space around you. And then you become aware of the space between the object and you. So for example, 
The chair is about three and a half foot away from me. So you notice that, and then you feel the distance between the chair and you. And then you do that for object B and object C. And as you do this, you will notice that your own awareness of where you are in space becomes more precise or fuller or somehow you're just more aware of it. Good. For those of you who are faster with triangulation, bringing your attention to your xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Your xiphoid process is right at its base, so if you trace the length of your sternum, and where it goes from bone to flesh, that fleshy point is a little tender when you press on it. That is your xiphoid process. Yeah. And now taking a nice deep breath, keeping your awareness on this point, holding your breath at the top of your breath for a count of four, and then whenever you're complete with this four count, releasing your breath and holding it out for a count of five. Yeah. Breathing normally when you're complete. Keeping your attention on this point, we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and to become more coherent. And as we wait, for those of you who are new, please note that I work often in silence as I access higher and higher frequencies. The higher the frequency, the more benefit there is to you in terms of momentum, clearing, and also less detox. Yeah, and I also will occasionally make sounds on my end, so you might hear me yawn even though I'm not tired, exhale sharply, or sometimes even hum. Good. Please also note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware 
of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, becoming aware of or imagining a brilliance at its very, very core. And because you have your attention on it, the brilliance intensifies, expanding outwards through all of your cells, through your organs, through your bone structure, out through your muscles and your flesh, radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your spirit body, excuse me, your physical body, and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Yeah. And if you haven't already, becoming aware of or imagining the brilliance within the sphere. Good. Now please become aware of the space around the sphere. And as you become aware of this space, I'm working on you at spirit level, to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where your frequency resonance began. Again, the higher your resonance, the more effective the session. Yes, 
Bringing your attention, please, to your xiphoid process again, right at the base of your sternum. Yep, so this is the discomfort with, or the resistance to, the unseen part of the spectrum. So meaning, sound that we physically hear is only a tiny part of the, of the spectrum of sound that there is. It's only the part that we can physically hear. So similar to the light spectrum. We can only perceive a small part of the light spectrum with our physical eyes. So releasing this distrust of, uh, resistance to, okay, or discomfort with, the non-physical or the non-physically detectable part of the spectrum of sound. Bring your attention, please, to the front of your throat, in addition to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Good. Excellent. Bring your attention to your heart space. Yeah. Increasing your resonance so that the spectrum of sound that is physically audible, which is positive for us physically, emotionally, mentally, Good. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Bring your attention to your xiphoid process all the way up your sternum to the hollow of your throat. Okay. So this is uh, allowing for your mind to release, okay, to let go. If you are in a repetitive sound or like a sound bath or a sound healing, to just be really present with the reverberation of the sound, okay, the physical sound. So releasing the distortion patterns with regards to the mind and attachment to it. Good. Allowing yourself to sort of uh, drop into the sound even more. So you're just really present with whatever the sound is. Excellent. Bringing your attention to your xiphoid process. About three inches immediately beneath it towards your belly button. Clearing out, resetting, and integrating your pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources, creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. 
Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.